Welcome to Strategic Insights Radio, brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. If your dream is to start a business or not-for-profit or to grow your existing enterprise, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. is ready to help you make it happen. Our business, marketing, and technology consulting services get you started with financial projections and business planning, developing marketing plans and implementing them, growing your market through branding, website development, and social media management, increasing productivity with process improvement and automation, and selecting and using the right technology with our business technology strategy consulting and implementation services. I'm Dave Wilkins, Chief Operating Officer of Sterling Rose Consulting Corp., and today we're actually going to talk about that fifth bullet point, which is selecting and using the right technology. We're going to start. This is probably going to be a multi-session topic, so... Uh, there's a lot to cover here. Um, some time ago, I put together, started putting together the what I call the keys to the right technology. Now, I haven't come up with a good acronym for right yet, but I'm still working on that. And anybody comes up with one for me, I'll, I'd be more than appreciative. But um, when I say right, you know, there's a difference between right and correct because there's a lot of things, a lot of system solutions that could be correct but not necessarily the right ones for your your business or your not-for-profit. And that's what we're going to start talking about, is how to make sure that you really have the right technology to help your organization grow and be successful. So let's jump in. And I will start with saying that there are 11 major areas that I've identified. So that's why I said more, more than enough for probably at least a couple of shows. And we'll, we'll go through these um, in not too much detail, but just enough to make sure you understand what we're talking about. So let's start with where we really need to start with. And that is that the right system strategy for your business strategy And if you don't have a good business strategy to start with, then that's a problem because you certainly don't know what kind of technology you're going to need if you don't really know what your business strategy is. So what we've got to start with is making sure we've got a good business strategy in place. And the the key elements to a good business strategy uh, really are defining the future state vision. What do you want your organization to be in five or ten years? You know, what is it, uh, and, and, and what kind of goals and objectives do you have for it? Uh, how much growth? Uh, how large? Uh, what kind of uh, products and services? And recognizing those could be changing over, over that period of time, too, as you may start out with one set of products and services and may, as part of the plan, Um, identifying the opportunities that will drive additional products and services as you grow that uh, the organization. Uh, You know, in many cases, and in fact, we've talked about this in some of our previous shows, where a lot of of businesses, when they get started, they start out with thinking that they need all these different products and services, and they try to do too much too soon. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that as, you, as you're growing, that you know, you're focused on making sure that the products and services that you're starting with grow and, are, and you can successfully uh, 
get those in place and be generating the right levels of uh, revenues from those. And then when the time is right, then you start adding new products and services. Um, your customers, identifying who is your customers, who is your target uh uh, the, the target customers and the target markets that you're going after. And, and that your customers and markets are, aren't necessarily interchangeable um, because your, your customers, you may be locating uh, your customer or identifying your customers of a certain uh, niche. And then you've got uh, what geographic area uh, that, you, that, you're, that you're dealing with. So, um, you may start out locally and, and plan to grow regionally and ultimately uh, nationwide and, and then going further from that even international. So it's, these are all the aspects that you've got to have in mind and, and documented to understand exactly where you plan for your organization to go. You know, it's just like if you're taking a, uh, a vacation and you're going to decide, you know, I want to go someplace. Well, yeah, that's nice. You want to go someplace. But you got to be a little bit more specific in that because you know what? If you're starting at any point, you could head north, south, east, or west and ultimately get someplace. And the reality is any one of those will get you to a destination. Uh, some could be a lot more challenging, a lot more interesting than others. Um, and that's just the start. Because then once you got to figure out, which is, all right, now that I'm going to go on this vacation, um, how am I going to get there? And that's kind of like where the system strategy comes into the place because the mode of transportation that you're using is kind of like a system. It's because really what systems are, as we've talked about in the past as well, the systems are just your tools and your technology is just the tools that help you grow and and you grow your business and, and operate it successfully. Um, you know, the, I think a lot of people put too much emphasis on the technology and not enough on the people and processes that are as critical, if not more critical, uh, to, to running the successful business. So if you decided you're going to take a road trip, well, now you got to figure out, okay, do I go with a car, a motorcycle, do I need an SUV, uh, or a... Um, trailer or, you know, whatever, whatever mode you're going to go. You know, part of what you're doing in, in terms of defining that is, is what are the, uh, you know, what, what, what are your objectives of this trip? So that's, that's kind of like what a system strategy does. And the system strategy needs to align with that business strategy because then it, it def you use that system strategy to define what kind of technology am I going to be needing? And what kind and, and, and what kind of a infrastructure am I going to be needing in order to support that technology? Uh, you know, today there's a there you you've got an incredible amount of options that are available. In fact, it was yesterday I was at a technology showcase. It was uh, one of our the local incubators. Uh, uh, the Atlanta Tech Park, uh, we had, I don't think, about 20 or so um, startup companies, uh, tech companies that were there. And they all have these fabulous ideas for new software solutions and, and new technologies. Um, and it's a matter of trying to figure out, okay, you know, 
where would they fit in my organization? And I'm, I was thinking about it in terms of from our various clients where some of those, some of those could fit in. Uh, but again, it's a question of, yeah, it looks nice. It looks like it can do some really great stuff. But at the end of the day, how does it align with where I want my business to go? So that's the first, the first step in the, uh, to getting to the right technology is making sure that you've got a business strategy and that you have a long-range system strategy that is aligned to basically deliver on that business strategy. The second one is having the right level of senior executive involvement. And this one has a, I, I learned this the hard way a long time ago. And, and actually I've seen it uh, repeat itself with others uh, many, many times since. Uh, the, the reality is, in many cases, senior management comes up with this idea they need, they need something. And they're going, and you go through the process of, of saying, okay, this is what we're going to do, and this this kind of system that needs to be placed in order to do that, and then they give it to somebody or some team to go off and do it, and that's the end of their involvement. Um, good, the, the story that uh, that comes to mind uh, many many times is having work, it's getting started with a project that was um, a, an accounting system, large accounting system that was basically sold to the CFO of this organization. And the CFO basically gave it to his accounting staff to go implement. Of course, now, when you give accounting software to an accounting staff, what do you expect you're going to get out of it? You get an accounting system, right? Well, that's not what he wanted. He wanted an executive information system with all sorts of fancy uh, graphs and uh, dashboard and all this that uh, the accounting department had no clue and because he had never really shared with them what, what he was looking for. There was an awful lot of work that had to be redone. Uh, fortunately, the accounting side of it worked very well, but there was an awful lot of add-on that had to be put in place uh, to get to get this uh, CFO to where he was actually happy. And this happens r- pretty regularly. Um, and I think part of it is because of the fact that many times the business executives really don't have a good understanding of what what does it really take to select and implement and train and use the right technology in order to run their business. And, of course, in many cases, the technology side really doesn't understand the business all that well. So you get this, you kind of get a disconnect almost from day one because the debits and credits aren't talking to the bits and bytes. And uh, obviously, when you have that kind of a situation, you can you, there's no telling what you'll actually end up with. Uh, it's also important that senior executive involvement be very broad in its scope in the sense of, of being involved from the, be, from the very beginning all the way through the end of the project. And it must not only cover just the basic 
functionality, if you will, but also must incorporate the going back to the the whole the three-legged stool as i refer to it you know people processes and technology making sure that the people and the processes that ultimately are going to be involved in it are aligned as well um, too many times i've seen the situations where you've got a senior executives who tend to take a very hands-off approach to these and once they've taken the hands-off approach that's kind of the message they're sending to their staff as well. So it's, it's if it's not really that important to the senior management, well, why should we spend a lot of time in it? And in, which, in which in a lot of cases, they're looking at it from a standpoint of saying, you know, this 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 new project, this new system could in fact be jeopardizing my 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 job because I don't know where this thing's going, and I haven't had that communication. We haven't had that communication from senior management to understand what that whole vision is and how it fits into that that larger vision which again goes back to the business strategy and the system strategy so what's important here is to in order to have a, a chance of being of a successful project and a successful implementation of that technology the right level of senior executive involvement really starts with senior management defining what that vision is, what they're trying, what their expectations are for this new technology, how it's going to help the business either increase revenues, reduce costs, improve customer satisfaction, or or employee productivity, Uh, and then being involved and, and championing the project as it works its way through its life cycle. And if there are roadblocks and stumbling blocks or major decisions that need to be made along the way, they are involved. They don't take a hands-off approach. Now, that's, you know, you, you can talk about senior management at every level, but that's also true for small businesses as well. It doesn't matter the size of the business. Uh, it, it applies equally as well. Um, you know, the owners of small businesses uh, need to be involved with the staff or their software vendor. If they've choose, you know, using a an off, standard off-the-shelf package, you know that they need to be involved in that process. So that's number two, and that's those are the those are ultimately what I call the real um, kind of almost the starting point before you can even build the foundation. Um, the third one is is really comes right out of the first two, and that is having the right ROI or return on investment to establish the value of the solution. And what am I what am I saying here uh, about the right ROI? Which is easy for you to say. Um, the it all starts with asking answering a few key questions here. Which the first one is why am I doing this? And again, it goes back to establishing what is the basic goals and objectives that this new technology is intended to achieve. For example, we need to increase revenues, and we're going to be implementing or introducing some new products. Um, Well, these new products may be using a different, a whole different uh, technique 
you know, marketing campaign or marketing approach or new channels of distribution that current systems don't support. So the new technology may be in, may be required in order to support this new mark, a new product introduction and get your get the uh, and, and generate the revenues as as they're intended to be, or reducing costs. Uh, there's a lot of organizations, for example, who have a lot of technology that, in reality, is not producing the results that they're looking for. And because it's, it's largely not being used the way it was intended to be used or it's kind of gotten a little old and obsolete. And, and accordingly, uh, it's, it's not being used efficiently and effectively. Um, or vice versa, there may be situations where the technology may be okay, but there's a lot of process and people issues that need to be addressed. Maybe you need a more efficient uh, HR system or a more efficient onboarding system, uh, as we talked about uh, with Roblin a few uh, few sessions ago. How to how to be more efficient in onboarding uh, new staff, which can actually be a, a way to improve productivity as well as costs. So there's a lot of different you know sp- specific business reasons why you'd want to be doing, it. and that's why that's what you have to identify. What are those specific reasons that I'm implementing this solution? And it's not just because, well, ABC Company down the street has it, so I need it too. Um, you know, that's not that's not a legitimate reason, and you got to be more specific than that. And the second one question that you've got to answer is, how will it make my organization better? So again, it's. Why am I doing it, and how is it going to help in, in the long run make my organization better? And another way of asking that question is, how does, how does this technology, uh, the proposed technology, help me achieve my business strategy? Now, the challenges that you face with, with calculating the right ROI uh, – are, are really pretty significant. And the reason why I say that is because there's lots of ways to calculate ROI. And like any, any, um, any set of numbers, you know, you can make the numbers look good or bad or, or whatever you want. You know, the, uh, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, the old saying, there's lies, damn lies and statistics. And, you know, you can always make the, the numbers come out the way you want. And unfortunately, a lot of that happens in, in organizations uh, where you've got vested interests in, in one, one particular position or not another in terms of how they manipulate the ROI in order to, to tailor it to meet their specific needs. So you've got to make sure that when you're defining the ROI, it is, again, as, as objective and impartial as, 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 as you possibly make it in order to avoid those types of situations. The other thing about the ROI is it's not just about the cash. You know, cash obviously is important. Cash flow and the results that come out of out of the app, uh, out of the new technology, from a cash perspective, obviously are very important. But that's not it, totally, because there are what I define as the non-quantifiables 
that have to come into play. Um, there are there are a number of factors that will, besides your objective, uh, very you know, very objective criteria that you use to calculate the ROI, which includes cash flow and and uh, and so forth. But if you're looking at it from a really holistic approach, which you really should, uh, is to understand what's the impact of some of these non-quantifiables. Yeah, you could say, okay, I'm, I want to reduce costs by 20% by using this new technology. Well, have you considered what some of the non-quantifiable impacts might be from a staff perspective? in terms of the perceived fears that may come from uh, introducing a new technology without it being properly, properly introduced, properly trained, um, and so forth. You know, there, there is the, the, what I call FUD factor, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, that can come into play and make the, actually re- significantly reduce what the benefits of, from, the, from the project could be. So the you know you can't just look at it from a strictly objective perspective, and you can't strictly look at it from a I'm going to spend X number of dollars, I expect to get Y number of dollars coming back in, so my return on investment is, and you know you've got to be looking at a lot of these other factors as well because they can affect those hard numbers. Now. The next one is the right measurable criteria to evaluate solution effectiveness, which is kind of like your how-to. And this is where you get into starting to uh, get into some really some of the details. Because you, first of all, you have to start out with defining what that measurable criteria is. If you don't have measurable criteria, then you really won't know when you've achieved success or how close you are to achieving success. You know, the old saying is, uh, you know, if you can't, uh, can't measure it, you can't manage it. And that's what, uh, that's what the criteria is all about. It's defining what those, what those measures are that you're going to use in order to manage, manage the project uh, from its inception to its completion. And then there's a whole another set which we get later into in terms of the actual uh, criteria for for operations, but what what it, where it starts with is starting to map the business processes to IT services, and what do I mean by that? Mapping business processes is basically identify what are all the business processes that make up what you do. And in order to generate the revenues um, and all these steps that make up the uh, make up those those processes and tasks. Now, every process has a whole series of activities and tasks that need to be performed in order to uh, to successfully complete that that process. And then what you're trying to do is you're trying to identify what kind of IT services you need in order to, 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 to support those. Again, what we're talking about, technology is a tool. And 
you know, if you're trying to uh, trying to take do a better job of tracking employee hours, for example, you know, a, a good timekeeping system uh, could could certainly help in that. You know, certainly support that. So there, you know, that's a, a kind of a simple example. Um, or in the case of your, your customer relations and ma- tracking uh, uh, tracking customers and and identifying potential leads and how do you convert those potential leads into customers? You know, a good a good CRM system, uh, customer relationship management system, uh, can support that business process. Now, what you need to do then, once you've got those business processes identified in the and the the large you know the services the IT or technology services that are that are, will support those then you need to identify what the business process key performance indicators or KPIs are to the key IT service metrics now again for a lot of organizations you know, they're saying well what the heck is uh, KPIs and all that um, you know essentially what it is is a key performance indicator is basically telling you how well is my company doing? And and it tells you that in a not, not you know, maybe financial or maybe other st- statistical measure, but it's the it's telling how well that in that area you're performing. Uh, and it's it's a way you you can track yourself or track your organization to find out okay, am I at where I expect to be? Of doing better or worse? And obviously, then, as long as you're tracking those those performance indicators, you can then get a better sense of what you need to do in order to uh, get yourself back on track. Or if you're doing well, keep on doing the same things you're doing. The same thing holds true with the service metrics. Understanding what the technology, how you measure how effective the technology is in achieving those KPIs. Then you have to start looking at assessing the Process and IT service maturity. Uh, this is this gets this can get fairly complicated, and you're saying, well, why do I need to get into all this? Well, what's what's important here is understanding how effective the technology is in terms of dealing with these types of situations, uh, these business processes. You know, something new. Um, you know, it's a new technology that 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 is emerging. For example, uh, if, and again, for a new business, new, new business process. Uh, you know, a few years ago, nobody really heard of social media. You know, then all of a sudden, you know, Facebook came into play, and and search engine optimization, and the internet, and and websites, and all that. You know. Uh, again, it's you know it's obviously been around for a few years now, but the reality is all of that was became new ways to uh, really address the marketing aspect of the, of the marketing processes, and you know it's all about how do you build that brand, how do you get your word out, and 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 again these, this technology came into play. The the more mature the technology the easier it is to come up with good, uh, a, good comp- a good KPI to service metric com- uh, uh, combinations and, and, and understand how reliable they are. Uh, as you get into the new ones, it's, it's, it's going to take longer 
to establish the effectiveness here because, again, they are immature, and they don't necessarily have a good baseline of which you're using, you, you will be using to measure against. So it just needs to, uh, you know, you need to recognize that you're, you're, you may be dealing with a situation that is not exactly the most, uh, have, have enough information to really rely heavily on it. So you need to monitor more carefully as you're going through uh, the the learning curve here as to how effective it is, and then finally in that in 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 this as far as the right measurable criteria, it all comes down to tracking it, and that means you've got to measure it, capture the information, which is the measuring, analyze the results that you're getting, reporting that that analysis and revisiting as necessary to, to continue to fine-tune and, and optimize. Uh, and that's an ongoing process um, as, as you go through. And it, it, you know, even, within a, even within a project, uh, as you tweak the, 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 the environment, tweak the solutions, uh, you know, you're, a, lot of the, a lot of these... Uh, these technology, well, the, the criteria can change, and so you need to continually look at it to make sure you don't set up a, tri- a criteria at the beginning that ultimately, end of the day, um, has lost its, is not not headed in the same direction, or is not focused on the same things that the technology project is as it as it moves through its life cycle. So those are those are some of the the key areas in that. And as I said, this has been almost 30 minutes right here. So this is, this is a good place to stop because the next one, requirements, oh, we can go on forever and ever and ever on this one. Um, and so I, will, I won't do that to you today. So this is, again, this, this, is, this is helping, hopefully it helps you understand what some of the, the keys are to, to finding, implementing, and using the right technology by the right people at the right time in the right way. And we will continue this. So this is Dave Wilkins, and this has been Strategic Insights Radio on Business Radio X. And to find out more about Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. and our strategic technology consulting services, you can contact Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. at 678-996-1312. Or visit SterlingRoseConsultingCorp.com. Again, this is Dave Wilkins. Until next time, take care. Bye.